It's Monday on Daily Delivery. I am Michael Rand, Patrick Royce with me as usual on a fine Monday morning. Patrick, how are you? I'm very good. Uh, it was, uh, you know, I'm I'm not one of the world's leading watchers of NFL football, but no. I did uh, focus myself in yesterday. I was very curious about both of those games. Uh, the Lions, of course, uh, we're all Lions fans here now. <laughs> and uh, if we're not, we're crazy. And then the uh, other game was uh, just turned into a terrific ball game, the Chiefs and the Bills. But it was a day that uh, reminded us why people are psycho about watching this game, this NFL game. It is a horrible game. It is uh, as far as the physical uh, wear it takes on all the players. I mean, they were hauling guys off the field yesterday in both of those games. And uh, we see that every time and you're playing at this time of the year when everybody's freezing to death and uh, it's a, it's an amazing uh, contest of really athletes that are in you know they're beyond human endurance when they're playing out there it's, yes. uh, and I think that's probably why we uh, why we love it I mean there's so this year was so many horrible games God you game after game after game was brutal with it you know I'd watched hunks of it and the refs would make up some penalty and decide who was gonna win and people were stumbling around and uh, it was uh, a lot of awful football but uh, yesterday was pretty great so uh that's uh, you know that's why we know that uh you know everybody in detroit can't believe that the minor slump that has occurred since 1957 is over <laughs> and they got a chance to go to the super bowl so uh yeah it was uh it was a very dramatic uh, day yesterday it was i actually watched more just because of my schedule i watched more Saturday, but I still was checking in on yesterday's gift. I wish I would have been able to watch kind of how you watched, which sounds like it was, if if not start to finish, quite a bit of of both those games. Because what I saw, which was a decent amount still of of the Kansas City Buffalo game, was it was that's it's becoming, you know. And I was I I got kind of annoyed with the build up to it because people there was all this stuff like, oh, uh, Mahomes uh, Allen is becoming the new Ma- Manning Brady, and I was like. Uh, are, is it really? Are we there yet? But then I was like, well, I guess they've played enough. It's one-sided, kind of like that rivalry was in the beginning, and I guess those guys are, you know, what excellent that? at that level. So okay, I, I guess we can go with that. We don't. I guess we don't need that comparison to to make that such a good game still. But the, Mahomes getting this Chiefs team to an AFC title game is is pretty spectacular because this was not a not a great Chiefs team. No, they got better. Their defense got better. But it was a – the the thing is, the Bills are now – what, the last three years they played six times, is it? And – or the the last four years. And the Bills have won all the regular season games. And the uh, Chiefs have won all the playoff games. And, of course, uh, Tyler Bass now is going to have to leave town. I don't know if anybody ever saw the movie Maybe. Buffalo 66. Oh, it's a great movie. Uh, great movie. It's one of my favorites, and it's about Scott Norwood missing the kick of the field goal. 
Well, uh, Tyler Bass can now uh, go and start a strip joint in downtown Buffalo and become the, <laughs> and become the new villain, just like uh, just like Vincent Gallo set it up in uh, Buffalo '66. If you don't know what we're talking about here, that's your problem. It's a great that is movie. A great, great was, satirical movie. Didn't he make his name? Wasn't his name Scott Wood in the movie? Scott Wood in the yes. movie. Yes, it was Scott Wood, but uh, Angelica Houston, his crazy mother, yes. was sitting on the couch watching the game over and over again, hoping that the field goal would be good. It was, uh, it was, <laughs> it was great, a great movie. Yes, but uh, anyway, yeah, poor Buffalo man. That was, uh, that was, uh, that was their chance, and everybody was saying, "Well, Mahomes has never had to." play a road playoff game well good for him <laughs> he's been that good that, yeah, he, right? uh, that he's always had the home field advantage that means they've gone 13 and three every year right or 13 yes. and four and this yes. year they went on the road and uh it was uh it was a terrific game and uh, a lot of emotions and as i said you're playing you're freezing the winds howling and they're out there and about every four plays somebody's getting dragged over the sideline and it was just brutal but uh also compelling beyond belief compelling. the yeah. fact that they the fact they wanted we didn't get much taylor swift though uh two she was touchdowns. there we, we got more I jason kelsey there. we got more jason yeah. kelsey in this game yeah i wonder if uh, I, I don't know we got her you know he scored two touchdowns the boyfriend and uh and uh we they showed us they showed her for just a clip they must be yeah. getting complaints why would they get complaints why would <laughs> they know. show her like every five minutes i, I don't, don't know. know it's the it's the greatest it's the greatest like you know you know however much they've manufactured however much is genuine doesn't matter at this point it's the greatest synergistic marketing thing of all time when you oh, combine yeah. those two elements Just, it's amazing it's amazing it is. you know my friend suit has got a bunch of granddaughters yeah. they're not watching football they, yeah this was after he had to spend five thousand dollars to get the like six of them tickets for the for their when she was in town here you know he blew his savings on taylor swift tickets and now all his granddaughters are they're taylor swift fans watching football games at age eight you know so it's uh i, I don't know what what people how how they can be mad at it i don't get it it's, it drives me crazy I don't either. Yeah, I don't. I don't know what the problem is that people have with it, but it's it's fun. It's it's fine. Maybe they mm -hmm. kind of got burned out on it. This bit that it's been so much, but the game itself was great. You're right. She she wasn't on the TV as much, but so we've got Kansas City, Baltimore. Baltimore is really good. I think Baltimore. Yeah, I, Baltimore good. kind of became far and away the best team in the league over the course of the year. And then of course we've got Detroit, San Francisco on the other side. We got to talk about those games. The Patrick. The Packers blew it. They, you know, yes, they I, I don't. They're they're kind of. I think Packers fans are kind of in the mic in the midst of like a slow denial right now. Of wow, you know, the future's bright. It's gonna get better from here. Uh, this year was just everything on top of it was just gravy. Whatever you got once you got into the playoffs, but these chances don't come on very often. Like this conference oh. was not very strong this year. They had a chance to be in the NFC title game against what we now know is Detroit, a team they just beat. Like, they could have gone to the Super Bowl, and then they, they, yes. blew that, they blew that game. Yeah, well, remember, I mean, Aaron Rodgers won, won the Super Bowl in, what, 2010? Yes, 2011. like his second, second third, third year as a starter, yeah. Don't worry, he'll be back. Uh, no, right. no, he won't. 
No, we won't. And uh, you're right. Uh, yes, they did. They did blow that game. And Jordan Love, who was you know playing good, he wasn't great. But Brock Purdy was terrible. The defense, the Packers' defense, played terrific against Purdy, and Purdy made a lot of bad throws. And uh, you know they he was uh, he was the big flaw for San Francisco. But they moved the ball. They uh, I wouldn't say they dominated the game, but they certainly were the better team for three and a half quarters. And then they ended up uh, kicking it away. So. Yeah, that was uh, that was uh, well. They you know they got down in there and didn't score. That was uh, that oh, was yeah. terrible. Well, yeah, that was bad. So yeah, I, yeah, it could have been. I was rooting for them. I wanted to see that NFC North title game. It would be fantastic. But uh, it uh, yeah, they got a. You're right though. They're over there saying, "Oh wait, okay, wait till next year." Yeah, well, next year you might have to beat some better teams than you had to beat this year. So. I submit, and I put this on Twitter the other day, it must have been Saturday, I submit that the Packers have put their fans through a terrible ordeal these last like 12, 13 years. They have had as much playoff heartbreak as and as anybody I can remember. Oh, yeah. Maybe Buffalo's yeah. up there, but like I'm just going to run through the playoff log since they won the Super Bowl. 2011, the year after they won the Super Bowl, they were 15-1, and, and then they got blown out in the division round by the Giants. 2012, they beat the Vikings, but then they got blown out by the Packers. 2013, lose at home to, uh, I'm sorry, to the 49ers. 49ers again. 2014 was the year they blew that NFC title game against Seattle, where Seattle recovered that onside uh, kick somehow. Yeah, that was that game. That was terrible. That was the worst loss ever because they had the game won. They were yes. just, weren't they up two touchdowns? With yeah, they were no up 19. I think they were up 19 7, and then all they had to do yeah. was recover an onside kick, and they were going to go to the Super Bowl, uh, and they lost. Yeah, that was a terrible loss. Yeah. 2016, they lose the when NFC title Brett, game. At, when did Brett lose to the Giants? Was well, that, that, was, that was way back in seven. That was, that was 2007. Oh, really? Wow, that's a long year. Yeah, I remember right after that, that he came to Minnesota. Right. That's right. That was, you know, that was. Uh, that's not that even was, in this. That's, be, that was, that's not even in this. This is the no, Rodgers. This is since then. This is all Rodgers and then love. Like yeah. 2019, lost the NFC title game, got blown up by the 49ers. 2020, they have a home game against the Buccaneers in the NFC title game. Yes. They blow that game. 21 in the division round, they Lose to the 49ers when the 49ers recover a blocked punt. Remember that game? They were it was 13 10 was the final. They got a blocked punt. And then this one again to the, the 49ers have given them lots of misery. Oh, no, but, they lost at home. Didn't they lose two straight conference championship games at home? Or was it just, uh, was the other just, one? just one? Just the, one. The, the 49ers okay. was the. One of the 49ers was a road game and one of them was a division round game. Yeah. Okay. All right. But both, all of them, like heartbreaking fashion, like five or six of these games are just crushing. And even if you go back to, let's see, we're going to go back to 2007. Since 2007 in the playoffs, the Packers are, actually, let's go back to 2003 just for fun. The Packers have lost their last. They've, they've played five overtime games in the playoffs and lost all five since 2003. Oh, wow. It's, ama- it's wow. amazing. They've, you know, for everything they've plus won, the, for all they've got, they've, they've, they've put their fans through something here. Plus the magic of Lambeau is, uh, oh, you know, yeah. Michael, when did Michael Vick run for the, was that, was, was that a playoff game? When was I that? I think so. Yeah. That, that was, that was even game? further back. That was like, the, that was yeah, like 2000. Okay. I mean, they've lost a lot of, you know the the magic of Lambo two thousand two magic yeah. or the playoffs for no uh, it hasn't been for a long time but We're right uh, about that but 
Yeah, I mean, they're, uh, they, they're good, I, though. I, but it, it, it could have been an NFC North, NFC title game, as bad as the division seemed at the start of the year. No. Yeah, yeah, you're right. It was, uh, yeah, it, it was, a, they were, what, three and five and rebuilding? and Yeah, uh, two and five. You know, they were two and five at one point yeah, after they lost yeah. to the Vikings. That was the game that Kirk got hurt. They were two and five after that game, if I'm not mistaken. Yep, you're right. They should have, uh, they, they should be, they should these chances don't come along. You don't, you know, how many years you're going to get to play Brock, Brock Purdy in the semifinal? That guy's true. He's, he's overrated. Okay. He's, uh, okay. he's, he's overrated. Overrated. He's, I'll, I'll buy overrated. Stinks is uh, not correct because he's, he's pretty young. He's, but he's, he's a young Kirk Cousins is what he is. Okay. He's oh, immobile. Sure. But uh, he can run around a little bit. But he's just, he's, you know, they, they, they you know, they've, they got they drafted Trey Lance for a reason. Yes. They wanted an athlete. You know what yes. we saw though? What we what we see here is the, the, the compelling part of Josh Allen and and Patrick Mahomes is the modern quarterback. The right. modern mobile great quarterback. Yes. And the NFC, we got the opposite. Yeah, you we got, got Purdy and Goff. Purdy got, and Goff. We got, yes, we got two Kirk Cousins playing in the NFC. Yes, that's true. Know. That's you know, you're Goff right. Is, it's so it's uh it's kind of uh old style. It's it's kind of it reminds me of when the AFC first came to business came to came to the into business, and we were you know down in my hometown. We got the Chicago Bears games, and they okay. were the most boring. Terrible, god awful, boring football games, and all of a sudden you're watching these games from Balboa Stadium in San Diego with with the Chargers throwing the ball oh, all sure. over the field, and Lance Allworth catching touchdown passes, and it was like it was like going from black and white TV to color TV. We still got that difference. We yes. Got, we got Allen and Mahomes, and then we got the other two guys playing in the uh, championship game. Yes. But, if it, uh, oh, go ahead. It, it, well, anyway, it was. Uh, it, it, it. You're right. I mean, the Packers are should should be kicking themselves. They shouldn't be celebrating a loss like that because they got that game won. Wow. Yeah, they do. And speaking of kickers, it was there. It was kickers that told some of the story yes. this weekend. The Carlson missing the 41 yarder for Green Bay that kind of propped the door open for the the 49ers, and then Bass, like you said, missing the kick for. Baltimore. Yeah. That was a forty-four. I was sorry for uh, for Buffalo. That was a forty-four yarder. I mean, those are very makeable kicks. You see kicks. that one? You oh, see yeah. that one? That yes. wind got that baby. Yeah, he was trying to. But here's the deal: this Carlson guy has missed like six extra points. Right? He's, he's missed like he's missed like thirteen kicks this year. Yeah. Yeah. Right. right. And they keep bringing. Oh, we got full confidence in him. No, you don't. You, you can't. Don't. No, nobody's nobody who's a Packer fan. Is surprised the guy missed the big kick. No, and nobody, and the Buffalo guy was what one for three last week, and yeah, and they were still talking about the great confidence the coach had. He would kick the ball, of, you know, like five feet out, five yards outside the the goal, the uh, the sticks there in the uh, in the to lose that to lose that game basically. <laughs> Boy, that sound of you could hear the groan. Oh yeah, from 
from Golden Valley. Because oh, that wasn't even, that wasn't even close, right? I mean, no, that just like it was flew the to the right. No good. Yeah, it was not Gary Anderson. It was. No. Uh, yeah. Was that good or not? Though there was no, no doubt about this one. It's gonna, but that, gonna be some grade schoolers working overtime, writing some nice letters to kickers this week. Oh yes, that's right. That's right. Yes, but. Don't do that because about a year later, about a half a year later, you're going to be running the guy out of town. <laughs> right? Right? And how long Blair lasts the next year? Like, about he, yeah, he got cut in the middle of that next year something. after missing a bunch of kicks. Yeah, I was, you know, why is it whenever we see a guy miss a kick like that, the first thing we do is think of Zim. <laughs> right? He's just like, you got to make that kick. The thing I loved the most about Zim was his hatred of place kickers. He did. He did not handle him. Did not. Know. And he he <laughs> had a he had a Carlson that he couldn't take for more than two games. So two games, the yeah, other Carlson's the brother, and they and he got you know <laughs> he figured it out, but you know he's yeah he's great, but uh, you know two games for a draft <laughs> two games fifth rounder and he but. <laughs> What did he say? Why somebody said, "Why'd you get rid of him?" He said, "Did you just watch the game? Or did you <laughs> right. see the game? Wasn't his quote? Did you see I, the something, game?" Yeah, <laughs> something like that. I yeah, I can't, I can't remember exactly what it was. He was he was absolutely blunt when he needed to be the Kellen Mond stuff, and he's like, "Why didn't you yeah. Why didn't you play him?" It's like, "Well, I see him every day in practice." <laughs> <laughs> No, it's just he was he was crusty. Yeah. If he didn't like something, you knew it um, almost immediately. But yeah, you're right. Going back to your quarterback point for a minute before we get to some Joe Maurer talk, it's if you're if you're a Vikings fan, and you're looking at these final four quarterbacks for some sort of clarity on what they should do in the you know with their situation going forward. It's it's a it's it's a little bit of everything, right? It's it's the guys. Yeah in the AFC who are kind of those franchise mobile guys, but Lamar Jackson was like a, the last pick of the first round in the year he was taken. It was, I can't remember which draft it was 2018. I think it was. Yes. And then Mahomes, of course is generational. And then, but you know, Goff was a former first overall pick, but he's kind of like, you know, he's, he's okay. And then Purdy's a last overall pick. You got first yeah. and a last overall pick. It's just, you know, the odds say you're better off trying to find that franchise guy, but this year does show you that it can come in a lot of different ways that you're going to be able to get to the Super Bowl. Well, uh, Brock Purdy is a tribute to how good the 49ers roster is. Yes. <laughs> That's well, what and, he is. He's yeah, and the Lions roster Lions roster's pretty good, too, built around God. Oh, man. You know, I love that Gibbs, man. Oh, He's and they good. got, they got nothing good. but heat. They got nothing but heat when they drafted him, too. Right. He, they, this is really a reach. Well, they had enough picks that they uh, right. They got Laporta, they got the St. Brown, and they got him. Those are some they those are some talents, man. What a great what a great smart decision by them to trade Hawkinson right. too. Right. Oh, and what what if Laporta Laporta is Laporta even Hawkinson's healthy, Laporta is better than him. So. Or just as good. I mean, that's a crapshoot yeah. too. Like you never know yeah. how that pick's gonna work out. But yeah, they had all of their picks were like, you know, they had a bunch of impact picks in the first and second round. Like we, we talked about Jordan Addison this year and he was really good for the Vikings. He had a good, really good rookie year, but imagine if you had like three or four rookies of that sort of impact, especially on yes. one side of the ball. Like that's what the lions have or like first or second year guys. Like that's how good they, that's how good their drafts were. And that's how many, that's how many chances they had. And the Vikings just don't even have that many chances in the draft. Yep. And they, uh, this Brad Holmes, they brought him, he went, 30 years he'd been in San Francisco or something. He started off as an intern in the PR department and uh, they brought him in. He was it Sarah or they're out in LA. I guess it was, he yeah. was with the Rams, right? He was with the Rams and they just, 
kind of an unheard of guy, but they have they have had so many incompetent GMs there to yes. get somebody who's actually saying, right. "Hey, let's uh, let's get some athletes here. Let's get and some good players." They, yeah, that's what they did. Boy, they're uh, that Gibbs. Whew, he can make plays. Yeah, he's just. You know what was amazing about the, both games, though. Running the ball, yeah, Everybody, it still matters. Running the ball has uh, has made a big comeback. I mean, uh, yeah, the, the Buffalo had that game last year, right? When Allen they ran like eight times or something the whole game, and Allen had to make every play, right? And they made this commitment to running this year, and they 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 were running down the Chiefs' throat for a while there with the six. You know, James Cook, that's uh, our guy, Dalvin's Dalvin's brother. brother, And uh, and then, of course, the Lions do a lot of running. And the Chiefs Chiefs did a lot of running. This Pacheco, he's a little bulldog. It it did look like the Chiefs screwed the game up when the guy uh, fumbled down in the goal line. Right, fumbled out of bounds, yeah. Or fumbled it through the end zone, yeah. Your your unfavorite rule, right? In I football. hate that rule. I think it's just not. <laughs> I don't think it's. I just think it's too punitive, right? Like, where in what in what other like you know what other realm is that? How is that fair? That you not only you get the ball and you get twenty yards out of it. Essentially, it's just it's a weird rule. It's a weird rule. I wonder if they're going to change it at some point. Well, they say they are. They're discussing yeah. it. What is the uh, the college? You just. You just where it goes, you, you, where you fumbled it from. Is that uh, it? I can't remember what the college rule is. I don't, you know, I just don't watch uh, nearly as I know much college. You, I, I don't either, but uh, I don't think, unless it's something important like the quick lane bowl, I don't watch it. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, yes, in the, Detroit, uh, the, the something, uh, um, uh, I, I think in college you get, you just, the, where you goes back the, to the spot. Where the, where the spot, I think it was. Yeah, so, I mean, that seems like the, the most fair thing to do, but maybe there's some Although, other you way. you know to... what I like about it? It it punishes people for the reach. Yes. I hate the yeah. reach. Yeah. I hate the reach. So, I, you know, maybe, you know, that's, you know, because if there's no pedal to be played for the reach, we're going to have you know, everybody's going to be doing the reach. I think yeah. is, I, I don't like that. So, yeah. anyway, but it was, uh, it was, uh, you know, they got, uh, they had a, I would imagine the ratings for the chiefs and the, and the, uh, and the bills, Buffalo bills will be, uh, through the roof on yes. Sunday night. It, I would was, think so. it had to be fantastic with Mahomes. And Josh Allen and the crazy Bills fans and Taylor Swift. What more could you want? What more could you want? Fantastic. That's right. Speaking Boy, of, I got to bring something up okay, here. Okay, do it. I got into it with the Kirk crowd. This, oh, where did that's this a, come be careful. From? Be careful when you go come in there. Oh, uh, they've what been waiting. I don't know. It's the it's the contra- it's, it's not, just it's not they. Uh, some of them like Kirk. I think some of them are just contrarians. Whatever, whichever way the wind is blowing. They want to be on the other side of that door. Oh, it's but there are. I mean, there are some people who are lunatics. If Kirk hadn't been hurt, we would have been in the NFC title game this year, right? right you because know, because they beat the Packers and 49ers right before he got hurt, right? That was that's yeah, the logic yeah. now. Yeah, I saw, that. Right. I saw some of that. Yeah. yeah, you think that's the same Packer team that do a point <laughs> right. that beat you sixty to nothing or whatever it is at the end right. of the season? You right. know. Uh, but it's. Uh, I th- I think it's. Uh, I think some of it's political too. I think the Don sure. Baxter. I yeah. think the 
I think the Kirk Sicko fans, uh, and I said this on Twitter, but I also said this is my opinion. Right. I'm not stating it as fact, but my opinion is that, that, that being the anti-vaxxer made the anti-vaxxers like Kirk. You know, yeah, now maybe. other people do for other reasons. The Netflix thing, yeah. which I didn't watch. I didn't. I don't watch that nonsense. It was good. It was but, good. I like it. I didn't. I didn't want to have people fawning over that guy. Right. But uh, I, I didn't watch it. But it was. It was. You know that. Obviously, the reviews of him were fantastic right. off that. So that helped too. But there's. Uh, it's. 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 It. This insanity was not there a couple of years ago. It no. was like, no, and it wasn't like he got better. He was Kirk. You know, right. He had a good year two years yes, ago. Yes, he did. But he's, or, as soon as he but, got hurt, people just forgot that he goes hot and cold. Like he's a, he's yes. an above average quarterback. He's been kind of the same guy ever since he got here, which is not to say bad. It's to say above average. He's always been in like that 10th to 12th best quarterback in the league range. You can win with him, but there's a ceiling. Like it didn't, nothing changed. Like nothing really changed about him. Except the uh, attitude, (laughs) which is uh, like all of a sudden, well, yeah. Then you take him out of the, you take him out of the equation for half a year. You see how bad it is when you've got no backup plan. And he becomes a lot more appealing to some people too. Like it's just people, they forget that everything was pretty mediocre for five and a half years when he was here with better teams behind him, by the way, like if he couldn't win with the 2018 and 2019 Vikings to a greater degree, he wasn't going to win with the 2023 Vikings or even next year's Vikings. That is true, but uh, it it will be uh, interesting. But if uh, I would think if uh, Belichick goes to Atlanta, he yep. could end up down there. Belichick Did you see his? He Belichick. gave an interview the other day. He was like, "I wouldn't turn down an opportunity to play with a Hall of Fame coach, but we'll just have to see what happens." <laughs> okay, that oh, was yeah. interesting. Yeah, his whole thing about oh, I'd love to come back is uh, you know he'll yeah. go where. He'll go where the money is. He'll go where the yeah. He'll get, he's he's got to get one. I don't think he cares that much as much as much about the money. He still cares about the money, but he wants to be able to make sure that he can play as long as he wants to play. And you don't want to get too short term of a deal when you're getting towards the end of your career if you still want to play. But Grand Casino would like to take a moment and salute the true football fan: the passion, the hope, the anticipation. That incomparable feeling of winning. Grand Casino would also like to take a moment to remind you that you can find all that anticipation, thrill, and winning at Grand Casino. Grand Casino. Let your story begin. Speaking of yes. speaking of end of career, Patrick, um, Maurer, Joe Maurer, speaking of big contracts, speaking of guys that polarized um Kirk Cousins neatly took that over from Joe it was like a seamless transition Joe retired after the 2018 season and in comes Kirk Cousins to 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 fill the <laughs> polarization void um Joe seems like he's going to get into the Hall of Fame tomorrow I did not I did not see this coming I did not see a first ballot election coming but um just what a remarkable yeah. honor for his career if if indeed the voting that we've seen so far holds up uh, Tuesday, right? Is that Tuesday, yeah, Tuesday. Yep. Tuesday. Uh, yeah, I'm uh, shocked that he's going in the first year, not because I don't think he's a Hall of Famer, but I thought he'd have to, a lot of them have to build slowly, you right. know. And, but you want to see the difference in the voting 
people, uh, the, the demographic of voting, because I'm one of the old timers, but yeah. I don't vote. I don't vote like most of the old timers do. I didn't vote for the steroid guys, but I, I, uh, I don't, I don't like the first year doesn't hold any uh, sanctity to me, but Adrian Beltre is going to go in like it. I mean, he's an all famer. Okay. But he's going to yeah. go in with like 97 or 98%. Yeah. Yes. There's only been like five guys uh, that, you know, Harmon Killebrew took till year four. Yogi Berra took till year three. Yes. Uh, that, that tells you how it's changed. And there's just people Obviously, Joe is one of those rare Minnesota guys who is more unanimously admired around the country than he is in Minnesota. Because right. we're, I don't know why, but it, I, I always go back to the 2009, he was the cover boy of baseball, right? I mean, right. he had a oh, phenomenal, yeah. he, had, he had 365, 365 as, a catcher, yes. as a catcher. Amazing. Yes. Never, never got an infield hit. Okay, three sixty-five. Uh, he might have legged out about two. Bounced a bunch of them. Yeah. Third base. Bounced a bunch yeah, of chop. Yeah. Yes. He got the singles up the middle and uh, in the dome because they weren't shifting yet and all that stuff. But you're you're playing the era in which you play. You know, right. that's not. You know, you can't say, "Well, if this, if they would have shifted and stuff." The the fact of the matter is. When he signed in the middle of March in 2010, it was one of the great triumphs, PR days in Twins history. The town, I was in Orlando, I was in Fort Myers, but uh, this is the first year in Fort Myers, right? 2010, right? No, uh, no, what I am I remember. thinking? No, what am I thinking of? The new, the new, new stuff. No, not, not it wasn't. We were down in Fort, that was 91 yeah. or something. It feels but like it's been a while. Over, I was yeah. thinking it was, they, they had a new complex going on over there or something. But uh, when they called that press conference down there, because he was, you know, Joe was going to be a free agent and have everybody in the, every big market team bidding right. for him, you know. And he took $184 million here. And later, we resented people. A yes. lot of people resented that. Now, yes. I also have, I also have the idea that it's the Star Tribune commenters and the Twitter mm -hmm. world and the social media world. I think people who went to the ballpark and actually are baseball fans that he still was popular with them. I mean, there was there was not this virulent. Uh, uh, anti Joe, he's not a competitor, right. he's not a team leader, no. blah 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 stuff. Which was, but if you look at the Star Tribune comments on the stories, I looked at some of them, uh, from Sunday, and 30 40 percent of them says he's not a Hall of Famer. This yeah. is ridiculous. So it's at home. Here's a guy that grew up in St. Paul, I know, I know, playing an Oxford playground. I mean, he's as blue collar a kid as you could get. And yet, uh, all of a sudden, he's uh, he's this pampered athlete in the right. view of uh, many players, and he got too much money and blah blah blah. Well, I, you know, I, I I think he's a Hall of Famer. I mean, he won three batting titles in the uh, in the American League as a catcher, and you know how many MVP? there have been yeah. Nobody <laughs> else. Been, been three. Yeah, yeah, and he, he was if he had never moved to first base. 
Yeah, he probably and if he if he were upset if he would have had to end his career with injuries in 2013, like Puck did after end his career right. after what ten years, he. I think it would have been less controversial. Maybe, you? yeah. You, I think you're right. I five think... years at first base detracted from his. Yes, uh, because we wanted first baseman to hit homers, and also the change in the game. Yes. Hey, he comes from an era when not striking out was a good thing. <laughs> right. You know, we didn't. We didn't give guy. We didn't have to say, well, Joey Gallo. Yes, he strikes out. Uh, 50% of the time, but think of the home runs he hits. We didn't have to listen to that nonsense. Putting the bat on the ball was a good thing when Joe played. So uh, at least for most of the era he played, he was there as the transition. He was winding down just as the transition was taking place that all that counts is power, and we don't care if you strike out 500 times. And uh, right. and I'm, I, am, I am proud of the younger voters who are voting for him despite, although you got to be a 10 year member to vote, but uh, the BBWA, who are voting him despite the fact that uh, many of them endorse this change to, you know, walks and power or, you know, batting average is meaningless and this stuff. So, uh, you know, that generation is, uh, you know, the would just kind of the Joe is their anti joke, anti uh, hero because he didn't hit home runs and he, you know, he won batting titles. So what? Batting average doesn't count. Well, what? I, you know, what what is interesting about him is he had good averages with runners in scoring position. Yes, he did not get incredible numbers of runs because. Most of them were singles, you know, right. uh, you know, singles or some doubles there. But, uh, yeah, I think he's all I, I always thought he was a Hall of Famer. I just thought it'd take a while. I so. thought I thought that, you know, the younger generation, I think, even though he didn't hit the home runs, I think you see the the advanced numbers, the war, the on base percentage, things like that. Those probably resonated with enough people. I thought what I think what hurts him locally is yeah some of that kind of grumbling about the home runs but also like he presided over and this wasn't all him of course he was the best player on some on a lot of these teams but he never won a he was never here for a playoff win they were owing he was owing 10 in the playoffs when he was here he only had one career playoff rbi and 40 at bats he hit 275 with a 641 ops in the postseason he's never had those postseason moments like a pocket or anybody else, not even close to that. But I, I think that's what people sometimes remember here is the sample size of 44 playoff appearances versus, you know, a lifetime of, of, you know, excellence at the plate. Hey, he didn't get robbed out of a double once. That would have been very important, uh, you know, by a blind umpire, but uh, yeah, he's, uh, you know, one thing that detracted from him too, is that, the guy who hit behind him all those years, Morneau, got hurt yeah. at the same time. He yeah. Did. And, yeah. And, uh, you know, the old protection and scoring runs. But I don't know. I'm not, I don't really uh, put, you know, Puck's probably in because of what he did in the postseason. Right. And the postseason is way more important than it used to be because he got now rounds right. of, you know, it leads his, you know, you play what? You need to win how many games to win a World Series now? 13 or 15 something? 15 or 13? I can't remember. Yeah, it's a lot. Yeah. So, uh, 
Yeah, it's uh, the postseason is more important, I guess, because it's so much larger. But I, I never really, uh, I don't think I ever looked at that myself. Although, you know, Jack Morris probably ended up getting in eventually because of what he did in the postseason. But uh, I don't know. It's just, uh, it's just, it's just what, what I love about the Baseball Writers Association uh, voting for this is you got almost 400 ballots. You got 400 opinions. It's not yes. 50. It's not 50 people being in the room and deciding, uh, okay, uh, this year uh, we're going to uh, take this obscure player who used to play offensive tackle and put him in the Hall of Fame. Now, we are getting some of that with the Veterans Committee, but uh, the fact that uh, you, you're getting uh, you're getting a diversity of opinion, and that's yeah. uh, that's uh, that's fine. I think that uh, you know it's it's tough. Seventy five percent. If seventy five percent of these baseball people that I know about, half of them out of four hundred, uh, can can agree on something, <laughs> you, you must have been pretty good. Yeah, you know that's true. Yeah. That's true. You Sometimes know? you just have to kind of. Except that there's a wisdom in the crowd. These guys, these are baseball people. People have watched baseball a lot, and that is the judgment they've made. And it, you know, assuming this holds up, like we've seen, he's at like 84 percent of the known ballots right now. It seems pretty safe. And the final number might go down a little bit once we see it, because the people who really reveal the ballots tend to be voting for a few more people. But it seems pretty safe going into Tuesday, and uh, that's uh, what what an honor for what an honor for Joe. Um, hey. Bad. Before we go, maybe we can just was, run, run out a few things. What do you got? I got to tell you, I was in something of a panic. I didn't get my ballot for some reason. Oh, okay. It either got misplaced or okay. not. So I contacted them, and they said, okay, uh, we'll send you a new ballot. Well, okay. it took about a week for it to get here because the mail mm-hmm. was so slow, and they just spent it. So then I got it, filled it out, sent it back priority mail on a Thursday. They said it would be there Saturday. Uh, on Friday, I got a Thursday. I got an email saying we never got your ballot. So <laughs> this was like six days later, right? Jeez. So, and I'm saying, God, I hope he doesn't miss my one vote. <laughs> right? and somebody will say, why didn't Ricey vote? Yeah. And then, then I got an email Friday morning saying, last day it showed up. Oh so, my gosh! Uh, so wow. I made it. So oh, I, wow. I got in under the but. Wow. But I, I I was number five, you know, right? That's my seniority. Yeah. And this was this was ballot like three ninety six or something. <laughs> so uh, so I I just got in under the Down wire. Under the wire. Wow. Well, better late than never, right? Better late than never. Royal Credit Union smart checking accounts offer no monthly fees and no minimum balance. Enjoy financial freedom when you open your Royal Credit Union smart checking account online at rcu.org slash go checking insured by NCUA. Wolves lost to the Thunder. Wild terrible down there. 14 points in the fourth quarter. I I saw that 28-14 outscored. They were up by nine going into the fourth. They got to figure out this clutch offense. They got to figure out offense in general, but the clutch offense, I know the numbers say they've won in the clutch, but it hasn't been good lately. Now the clutch is Ant. Yeah, he drives me nuts. He throws the ball away, and he's trying to do this. I don't know. I think I think uh, I think Fritchie's got a problem with him. He's yeah. uh, he's the hero. He's going to be the hero, and uh, uh, he gets himself in trouble and makes bad passes. And now he's complaining about the officials almost as much right. as Cat. Although. Although Cat is uh, making a big comeback in the whining department here lately. <laughs> yeah. 
I think he's we we thought he'd lost his uh his leadership in that area, but he's done very well with his complete raises. He runs over a guy and then he raises his arms in absolute right. shock that they call right. a foul on him. And uh yeah, they were that was bad. And it, you know who's uh in a little wear and tear? Connolly. Hmm. Yeah, he did not I have a good game in that game. He, he hasn't been as good lately. No, I don't think. I don't they, think is these guys have been playing big minutes. Like you know, the yes. the rotation. He just doesn't trust enough guys to to go much more than eight what? against the good teams and nine against you know the teams that they should beat. But you know they had to play what, what they played what like was... Detroit and Memphis back to back, and they had to play a lot of those guys a lot. They should have been able to win those games a little bit more easily. What was the what that in that uh, Oklahoma City game though? He had McLaughlin and. Conley on the court together for about yeah six he's, minutes. he's done that, that a bit yeah he's done that, that a bit about? I don't know he's he's looking for they that can't ninth help guy you defensively I no. don't think but uh, he's looking yeah, for that ninth think, guy I, I I don't know I think I'd rather have Walker or Alexander Walker or have Walker or Alexander Alexander or Walker, Walker. Yeah. Alexander Walker I think I'd rather have his cousin than him but well, uh, yeah, yeah he's pretty good that was the one that Ant was whining about too he said he gets to the line too much well yeah yeah, yeah well you know it's probably because he doesn't whine when he doesn't get to the line <laughs> that's so true the, there's something to it realize it? fellas NBA referee NBA referees are the only ones dedicated to screwing you if they don't like you okay right. 40% of those guys, the older ones, they're going to get revenge if you're, you know, cat never gets a call. And guess right. what, Ant? If you don't start, if you don't right. stop whining, you're not going to get a call. Right. You're never going to go to the line either. He's, uh, you know, the whole thing about maturity yes. that we were talking about, oh, we got this new maturity. Right. It was, you know, you got better talent. Yeah, you know, that's that's why you win. It's not new maturity because they're just the same, you know, you guys. Now they are uh, what still thirty one and what thirty one and eleven. Yeah, thirty one and eleven. Thirty one and twelve. Thirty yeah, thirty and twelve. Thirty and twelve. Thirty and twelve. Yeah, but that yeah. was a bad game to lose. Bad loss. You're trying to you're kind of why I'm trying to make a statement yes. to OKC is you ain't here yet, boys, because Oklahoma right. City had to leave here saying. We played terrible and we won. Right. They didn't make any shots. They no. didn't do anything, and they won the game. So, uh, yeah, that was a bad loss. I think the there's least. still, I think there's still questions about what what this team looks like once they get to the playoffs. But they, I mean, we know they're a good regular season team. There's going to be games like that where you just don't make shots down the stretch. But I got questions about them still. And then Wild Kaprizov gets a uh, hat trick. Two they're... in a row. Two in a row on uh, they get bombed the first game on that three game road trip and i'm i'm saying you know i'm not i'm not exactly an expert on this but i'm saying they're gonna go on three on this road yes. trip they're gonna come home and pack it in right and instead they win the last two games against uh two two teams that are better than tampa bay uh the florida and carolina now it is hockey so uh you know, if the goalie stops a few you can yes. win but uh it, it was uh it was shocked me that they uh Back-to-back beat uh, Florida and Carolina. Yes, I agree with that. And then we got Gopher Hoops this week. is Wisconsin Uh, this Tuesday, right? Is that the big... How about Wisconsin? Man, they're good. 
they're uh, they got the Minnesota connection. They got yeah. Wall and Crowell. They both been in, they both play about eight years over there, haven't they? How long have they been over? Yeah, it's yeah, they've been there forever. But uh, that that's a uh, that they got you know you watch them, and I think they're one of the six seven best teams in the country. Wow! By the way, hmm. college basketball. Mm-hmm. They were going to run Cal Parry out. They were all mad at him. I saw them yesterday. They got a new guy that they had. They just got eligible. Yeah. Bill is sick or something. Some foreign guy that had been paid over in Europe and they mm-hmm. got him in here. Guy's a second coming of Wembyana. Really? He's about seven foot two. Oh, geez. And they're scoring 100 points a game. They're going to. Cal's going to win another championship with that team. Man, oh alive. They get some offensive firepower. I, I, I turned it on to watch about a minute, and I ended up watching like 20 minutes because oh, wow. they're so, so good. So I finally found a good college basketball team because there aren't many of them. Well, the women's side, you, you, you want to talk about Caitlin Clark before we go, right? Like she gets knocked over at yeah, the end of a court get, storming. They lose to Ohio State. They had like 18,000 in the building, right? You get 45. When the Gophers played there in men's basketball, they announced 10,000. And it sounded like about six, right? And yes. a month later, Caitlin Clark comes to town and they got 18,600. It's unbelievable the phenomenon that this kid's turned into. It's uh, and she's already sold out Williams Arena. It'll be the only sellout of the season, right? Uh, even, no matter how many people Ben Johnson comes down and gives a ticket to before the game, you're still going to get five thousand. And uh, uh, but uh, yeah, she she is a phenomenon of uh, of popularity. It's for sure, and she, and she's smart too. She uh, shook it off and said, okay, that was, you know, I got banged up a little bit, but uh, I'm okay, and let's talk about the game. And the same thing last year when that Angela, that Reese was uh, taunting her at the end of the game. She, uh, in, in the national championship game, she didn't whine about it at all. She's uh, smart enough to uh, to uh, know PR-wise. You just, you, you know, you try to keep that tough person image going and uh she she does that but uh uh yeah it's a it's it, it is quite the phenomenon and and uh we're gonna get to see her here and uh it, we the gophers had five thousand for the men's game in actuality when iowa came here they're gonna have fourteen thousand five hundred when uh caitlin comes to town so i never thought i'd live long enough but it's great it is. It's fantastic. I can't wait for it. It's about a month from now. We're going to have actually, it's a good spot to tease. We'll have Kent Youngblood on Tuesday show to talk a little women's soups, a little bit more than, uh, than what we just talked, but Patrick loved it as always. Great stuff. Um, any parting words before we go? Oh, uh, you know, be happy for Joe. Don't whine. He's your, he's our guy. He grew up in St. Paul. His father rode a truck that you could hear the muffler 500 blocks away. You know, I mean, it was, this is a blue collar guy. It's not some spoiled kid, you know, and uh, he's, you know, he built himself up and, and he's also, there's one other thing. He's the greatest athlete in the history of Minnesota. Okay. When you, when you go football and basketball, and baseball. There's never been anybody like you. No. So be happy. Be happy. You know? Be happy, yes. Royce, he says. All right, That's Patrick. That's not something I'm really good at, but I'm happy <laughs> but in this case. You're telling us to be happy. We better do it. Yes. 
All right. All right, sir. Thank you. you.